Hello, my lovelies, and welcome back to another episode of In Vain Valpurgisnacht. It is I, Tessa, your RPG mom, with some very exciting news. We have launched a Patreon! We have been overwhelmed with all of your kind responses and wonderful comments. We would love to hear from you there. You can get access to bonus content and all sorts of interesting things. Go ahead and visit patreon.com slash nerdsmith for more information on how you become you can become a patron. As always, we are sponsored by Die Hard Dice. If you too would like to roll with the best, visit dieharddice.com and use coupon code FANGGANG, F-A-N-G-G-A-N-G, for 15% off your first or next order. Lastly, we hope you guys are having a wonderful time of year with all of the spookiness that is going on. We are so excited because we are coming up on the one year anniversary of our show launching and this has been a labor of love that we are so happy to share with you all. Thank you for your kind words and your comments. Please keep them coming. They really make our day. And as always, let's jump into it, shall we? Last time on In Vain. You see a, there's a gentleman, looks like somebody who had just gotten off of work. He's sitting at the bar and he's sitting completely straight backed and just looking straight ahead, like at nothing. And he's just completely still. Gonna go downstairs. Hello, can I help you? He turns his head sharply, looks at you and says, are you Elsa Kruger? Yeah, who wants to know? He takes a deep breath and it sounds like he's he's repeating something, uh, like his inflection has changed. And he says, Elsa, your, your coterie has been invited to a celebration of the falling of the Berlin Wall tomorrow night at Schloss Heidelberg. Uh, the, uh, Lena's putting it on and it seems like her sire is also providing a lot of the entertainment as well. And all of you are invited, please spread the word. And he stops and he looks around, sees that you're pretty much alone. And he looks at you again and says, Elsa, this is Leon. I know we haven't talked in a while and I would really like it if you would come. Good evening, listeners, and welcome to another episode of In Vain. My name is Chad. I'm your storyteller. You can find me at Chadlicious on Twitter. And my favorite dessert, well, if we're talking candy, it would definitely be uh, anything peanut butter cup related. The trees, the Easter eggs. I just love chocolate and peanut butter. And if we're talking like the fancy dessert from a restaurant, it have to be tiramisu. And hello, everybody. I am Shiny Kiwi. I am the hostess of Introverts Guild. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, on Twitch. And if my if I had to say my favorite dessert was, it had to be s'mores. Just a big Thick marshmallow s'more covered in chocolate. Ah. All right. And there's nobody else joining us tonight because in this episode, we are doing another solo with Elsa. Yes. So excited. All right. So where we left off, I think we're going to follow Elsa along as she goes to the, the party that's being put together by the Camarilla to celebrate the falling of the Berlin Wall. Before we go ahead and get started, since it's been a while since we've done this, what is Elsa's desire 
for this session? What is something that she would like to accomplish? Talk to Fiorella about Christina opening her own flower shop. Maybe pull some strings, maybe get your friend a little unseen upper hand. All right. And so since this is going to be a different night, Elsa, I need you to roll a hunger die for me and tell me the result. Two. Your hunger increases to three. You feel the beast kind of rising up from deep inside of you, telling you that soon it's going to be time to kill. Yeah, yeah. Do you mind trying to fuck? You're not going to look all that pretty after I take control. Elsa's just humming to herself. Don't ignore me. <laughs> you bitch. And then it quiets down. She just rolls her eyes. Okay, so you animate for the night. A little bit hungrier, but you have a party to get ready for. And what do you do? How do you prepare? So she's going to get ready the same way she got ready for her lounge party. Uh, straight up uh, sprayed hair into a mohawk. Uh, her black dress covered in those uh, those f- jewels, quote, quote, jewels. Uh, rhinestones. Covered in rhinestones, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, the same dress she was uh, she was wearing um, the night before, uh, and same makeup. She won't care who sings of it at the Elysium. So, all right. And as usual, it probably takes a couple of hours for you to get together and ready. You know, Elsa's talking to Peter because, you know, she doesn't know where Dallas is. She doesn't know where, you know, nobody's come to visit her. Okay. Are you getting help from Peter, your ghoul, to get ready faster? Or actually, because I'm wondering if Elsa is starting to do that, like starting to use Peter more as, say, a, a servant than a person. She's come to, uh, she's come to have this bond, uh, with Peter and, um, she's grown, she's grown fond of him, as I've said before, and she's going to keep him around for a while, but, um, she knows the effect that she is having over both Anna and Peter, so she's going to use that servant thing more for Anna than she is for Peter. Um, but it's not full, you're like full demanding now from each ghoul. It's just slowly getting to that point. But Peter is being treated like a human being. Okay. So you you get dressed, and I guess Anna. I mean, this is a night when the club is going to be open, but it's been you guys have been you guys have been running this place for a while now, and kind of gotten the hang of it, where the day to day stuff can be going on without you having to be present 
And I guess that's by design because this was something that you had planned eventually, not, not to have to be there every single night and be able to take a night off here and there. Both uh, Dallas and Elsa have hired, you know, some group bands that people can listen to while they're out and stuff like that. So they want to make sure that people are still coming back for the bands and Elsa and everything. All right. And you're towards the end of, of getting ready and there's a knock downstairs. And of course, you know, Peter's there, so he's going to answer it. And it's well before opening time. And after a little while, you finish up your hair and there's a knock at your door. And it's Peter saying, Miss Elsa, you have a visitor. Who is it, Peter? It's it's your friend. Peter, I have many friends. Whose is it? The one with the beret. Oh, oh, Maria. Let her in. Are you sure? Peter, what is wrong? And she's going to drop her comb and walk out. Okay, well, you step out and there's Peter's there and Maria is standing next to him. And Maria is not dressed like she usually is. She's actually in a, a very sparkly black dress and her hair is kind of curled and done up and she's not wearing her beret and she's wearing makeup and she looks almost like a movie star. The effect is, is only slightly ruined by the fact that she is still wearing that neon windbreaker. Like, Hey, Elsa, you ready for the party? Maria, you look so beautiful. Do I? You do. Mm. We, we don't care about the, about the jacket. Elsa doesn't really, rec, you know, comment on it. But um, she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm so excited for the party. Uh, this is a extraordinary night we're going to have. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't know, I'm not all that excited about, you know, gatherings and stuff. But I guess like we're obligated right some of us well i mean we have to go so we can throw the scent off the other two right elsa's going to give maria this look for just a second before yes uh, yeah i suppose you're right uh and maria are you are you okay I'm really not. This these kind of things make me really nervous. Does the jacket help? What jacket? The, the, the jacket you're wearing, darling. She looks down. Oh, whoa. Oh, yeah, I'm wearing a jacket. I guess it helps. Yeah, okay. Well, um you know, if you know, you don't have to take it off if you don't want to. I mean, she she experiments a little bit and she puts the hood up from the jacket and zips it up. And it's one of those zippers that zips up the hood all the way to like, oh, yeah, this is real helpful. Uh, I, I wouldn't do that for Elysium, but um, maybe here yeah, and she's going to unzip it, take the hood off, maybe just show some show. So where the jacket is off her shoulder, but not completely off of her. Just like, she's like, yeah, so show us some shoulder. So that, that should work. Um, 
but you know, I I stopped judging people's looks a long time ago. So So why do I have to show people my shoulder? You know what? You don't have to. It's it's fine. Uh I just No, know. I mean like is that a thing? Is that like something I have to do? What what happens when I show people my shoulders? It's it's just the things that, you know, uh ladies do in the movies, you know. It's like the old classic movies. It it was like, oh a little bit of shoulder. It's Oh, you mean like the really old movies and not like Friday the 13th? Yeah, Gregory used to watch some shows when I was little. So, Who's Gregory? Nobody. Oh, I got one of those too. Yeah. Anyway. Peter, watch the place Vava gone, and she's going to escort Maria out, and she's going to close the door behind her. Okay, and so are you planning on grabbing a taxi, taking the bus, because this this little shindig is going on at Schloss Heidelberg, which is the castle in town? Yeah, uh, Elsa would have called a cab before uh, leaving, um, and I was also going to point out that uh, Dallas and Elsa would have hired another uh, bouncer just in case both of them were out of the club and Peter wouldn't have to be watching it the entire time just by himself. All right, like a temp agency kind of thing. Yeah. All right, that works. Okay, so the cab arrives and the two of you are being driven to the castle. And are you trying to make small talk or is it just going to be a quiet ride to the castle? Elsa, you know, will look back and forth between Defendo, Maria, and maybe start small talk with her. And so how do you, how do you like our pottery so far? She she seems a little bit distracted. She's looking out the window, kind of, you know, like when people look look at things without really looking at them, and it looks like she's distractedly kind of rubbing the side of her neck gently. And then when you ask her that, she's like, oh, oh, I'm I'm sorry. What? Uh, how do you how do you like everybody so far? Our coterie. I mean, I I like everybody just fine. I. I guess. I mean, it is what it is. Can, can, can I ask you a question? Is in reason? Could you be more specific? If I tell you no, it means no. But words to live by. Uh, so if um, let's let's say that just hypothetically speaking, that you knew that a certain situation was going to lead to like sadness and heartbreak but between now and then there's going to be a lot of of happy times probably maybe even the happiest times you you probably are capable of having would that still be something that you go towards or would you avoid it because you know that it would end poorly Elsa just tilts her head um would it be off to try and coax something out of Maria. See, awe is really only useful for performance and persuasion. Well, yeah, you could use awe and add 
your presence dice to your persuasion pool to try to get more information out of her. Three successes. All right, three successes is just about enough. So what are you persuading Maria to do? What are you saying to her? Maria. And she's just, she stopped fidgeting. She's just paying straight attention to you, wide-eyed. She's like, yes, Elsa? Is there something you're not telling me about this party? Because if not, because if so, I'd really like to know. Oh, about the party that we're going to? Yeah, for you to ask such a strange question. Oh, no, no, no. The question I asked had nothing to do about the party. I don't, I don't even know what's going to happen there. I know that we're going to be at a castle, and I mean, it's a castle party, you know? Yeah, true. But is there... No, no, no. no. It's just something happened last night. I just had a question about that's all. Uh... I take all down. <laughs> Uh, Maria kind of shakes her head a little bit and she confusedly looks around out the window again you're saying if if I knew if something was going to bad going to happen but after that there would be happiness no 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 like like there would be some happiness but ultimately it will end in it'll end very badly would it still be something that you do probably if Given the certain certain circumstance, yeah. I I you would have to give me an example, Maria. I don't know. Um, have you have you ever been in love? <laughs> she laughs along. Ah, uh, no, nine. Maybe fun time, but, you know, whatever. Oh, well, okay. Why do you ask? I, I was just curious. I get curious about some things, that's all. Have you ever been in love? I don't know. And at this point, I'm not entirely certain our kind is capable of love. Well, I'll just have to see and find out, won't I? Maybe. I don't know. An awkward silence descends over the cab as you pull into Schloss Heidelberg. This castle is a popular tourist spot here in Heidelberg, mostly because it uh, it was actually destroyed by lightning. It was struck by lightning a few times, and after the last time it got hit pretty badly, a wall collapsed, they just decided to stop using the castle, and so now it's a tourist attraction. And there's enough of it still standing that they have room for fancy parties that most mortals don't know about. Elsa leans in to Maria. She's like, you think Frankenstein lives here? <laughs> no, no. Frankenstein's castle is out in the Black Forest or the Odenwald. It's one of those. For, it's not here. It's nearby, though. Well, I know, but it's, it, it's a history. It's, it's a lightning used to hit it all the time. And I, it was a joke. Never mind. Do you need me to laugh so you feel better? Naya Maria, you don't need to laugh. Okay, good, because that wasn't funny. Yes, Maria. Maria. 
Anything else you want to point out? We're here. We should probably get out. You should probably pay the cab driver, and she lets herself out of the cab. Elsa's gonna tip the driver very handsomely and get out. <laughs> you get out of the cab, the driver speeds off, and you are there at the castle. You go towards the entrance, the side entrance that you were told to go to, and there are ghouls there that are they know you, they let you in, they let Maria in, and they direct you to where the main festivities are going to be held at. I'm going to slake one hunger. On who? Okay, are you going to wait till you get to the feeding chamber where the ghouls you can feed off of are, or one of these guys at the door? No, I'll wait until the chamber. Okay, so you go uh, where the festivities are. You take a quick detour into the, I guess, the buffet area, and you slake one hunger from the ghouls that are there. Okay. Okay. And since you had only three hunger, that's the uh, hunger frenzy is not an issue. Okay, so you're done. You've you've had a bite to eat. And you have the the main area room where it's uh, it looks like the it used to be the dining hall. The tables have been moved, and it is this large area. How do you want to enter? Are you going to try to make an entrance? Or are you going to try to sneak in? What are you going to do? I'm going to just walk in there normally, you know. Take my nice jacket off. Okay, so you you take your jacket off and give it to the the hat check ghoul. Uh, Maria's kind of holding on her her jacket a little tighter around her, but she's behind you just a couple of steps, and you come walking in. And when you step in, you are greeted by Lena is greeting you, and it's Lena is being Lena. She's like, "Oh, Elsa, I'm glad you came," and you know the air kiss, air kiss kind of thing. You're not entirely certain she's being genuine at this point, but this is Lena. Oh yeah, and this is Elsa. Lena, it's so good to see you. Oh, haven't seen your face in quite some time. And then air kiss, air kiss. And I'm glad you came to my party. I think Fiorella was nice enough to put forth some of the funding so we can celebrate the fall of the wall, which is very nice of her because this is not her native country, but this is a big deal, isn't it? It is. Uh, I, I I, don't know if this is a personal question, but is, is this your native country? Oh, yes. Yes, it is. Actually, I believe, uh, yeah, in my breathing days... Uh, this area, southern Germany, was where I lived. Oh, nice. I was I was born in Heidelberg, so uh, been here all my life. Yeah, I think the majority of the people who I invited were native-born German citizens, so it should be a blast. Yeah, and Elsa's got the widest smile on her face. And so does Lena. <laughs> I don't... Elsa doesn't giggle like that, but... Yeah. Blair is really nervous! Blair, Blair is so nervous. 
It's like, oh, and I do believe that Leon just arrived not too long ago, and she gives you an interesting look. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Did you invite him? Of course. It is is my responsibility to make sure that, you know, even the the nobler clans have a reason to, to come and celebrate. You know, we were having a good night. The high clans, and she gives Maria a glance, and the low clans together in celebrating the unification of our country. Yeah. At this point, Maria opens up her jacket a little bit, reveals one shoulder, and looks like she's kind of thrusting it towards Lena. A little subtle, Maria. A little, little subtlety. Uh, Lena looks, raises an eyebrow a little bit, and says, "Well, I guess I will leave you two to whatever it is you." do I have yeah. pre- I have preparations to make if you'll excuse me Danka Lena and she'll turn towards Maria <laughs> it worked oh yeah totally you are killing it you little rock star awesome you little Audrey Hepburn really Audrey Hepburn she was beautiful she is beautiful well, yeah, but kind of, I don't know. I mean, what I, do you I think? Like you more like? of a, more like a Liz Taylor kind of, I don't know, Molly Ringwald. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. I I agree with with all of those. You know, you could be in a magazine. You you really think so? Yeah, totally. Especially if it's the getup that you wear all the time. It's just totally, you know. S- magazines that are themed towards your your style. It looks great on you. You know, you wear that beret with, with pride. Yeah, I mean, I could get naked, too. Well, that would be a bitch match. Unfortunately. Well, there's magazines for that, isn't there? Yeah, but not so much you're thinking. Maybe fog. I don't know. But, uh... Yeah. So... Well, I'm gonna go mingle. Yeah, you go mingle. Yeah, you you go enjoy yourself. And so, if um, I I don't know if uh, if it gets to be too much for me, I will just go home. Yeah, um, you can do that. Um, but if you just want to talk to me, you know, feel free. I'll be. Over no, I'm here. good. <laughs> she walks off. Well, we both walk off in this simultaneously. <laughs> All right. So what does Elsa want to do with this little shindig? So you see there's a couple of people in this room already that you see. There's music that's playing. There's you know ghoul servants taking care of it, everyone's needs. Uh, you think that there's other kindred elsewhere in the castle. I mean, this is a big place and I think you guys have, like, free reign all over the place, except for, you know, the damaged areas. This is fucking cool. Elsa thinks this is fucking cool. And she is in awe of this beautiful castle that has been struck by lightning for for who knows how many times. And... She's just kind of like looking at the castle, not really paying attention to other people, you know, not paying attention to other groups. Um, 
but at the same time, kind of looking around for Leon, but also taking in the beauty of this castle. Okay. So you're looking around for Leon and also absorbing the history and the beauty here. So why don't you give me a, let's see, a composure and awareness role. See if you can hunt this person down without it looking like you're actually hunting somebody down. Wow. Two tens and a six. So that's five successes. You got a critical success. Oh my God. He's right there. (laughs) He's in front of me. No, actually, what happens is you're you're looking around, you're you decide to take in the night air, so you step out on one of the ramparts, and you actually see Leon before he sees you. So you have the opportunity to make yourself known to him, make an entrance, spy on him. What do you do? Just to let you know, he is he's wearing you know a nice black kind of suit with uh, more like a purple kind of shirt. And the tie has, uh, it's black with some silver kind of symbols all over it. You're you're not close enough to it yet. He's actually sitting on the rampart. His legs are dangling off the side of the castle and he's looking towards the, the city at large. And he's actually looking down at something in his hand. You know, Zapati's inside. He almost leaps off of the castle. You startled him so much. He jumps up with a start, and whatever he put had in his hand, he slips it in a, a breast pocket real quick. And he looks at you, and he's Elsa. Oh, oh, you're here. I'm glad you're here. Hi. Let me get off this wall here. Oh, I mean, we could both sit on the on the the railing. Well, we could. Hopefully, nobody else will sneak up on us. <sighs> And then she'll kind of like just sidle up and like she's sitting like vertic- like horizontally on it, like side saddle on the rail. So that way, like one eye is to the party and one eye is to him. Yeah, he sits kind of half on there as well. And he looks at you and says, you almost made my heart start. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. And by the way, I got to say, that is a very daring outfit that you put together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's for my own party. Last night at the lounge at Hexenlight, the Hexenlight, and, you know, a goth queen has to show off. So, everyone enjoyed it, so. <laughs> Alright, well, sounds like it was an interesting night, then. It was. I had a lot of fun. Uh, speaking of interesting nights, uh, Dallas learned how to fly. Okay. Like, are we talking gangrel shapeshifting? Yeah, it was really cool, but I almost killed her because I saw something happen to her and, uh, so, so Raven in her room was actually her and it was funny. Uh-huh. Ah, I see. Um, speaking of Dallas, is she here too? No, no, she couldn't make it tonight. Uh, I don't believe Niza could Ilva, but, you know, who's counting? Who's keeping track of, you know, Nasferatu? Could it be because they are going to Heidi's tonight? 
and he looks you in the eye. I don't know. He nods mostly to himself. He's like, sure. Well, I'm glad you're here. I I don't think it's any of my my business, Leon, to know where my quarter is going. That grown woman. No, no, you're you're absolutely right. You're right. If you don't know, you don't know. It's totally fine. I don't. So yeah. I'm sure this type of party isn't quite up to their speed anyway. It's more soft music and softer heads. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, Elsa, I want you to give me a perception and insight check. So, six, nine, nine. So you're looking at Leon, you're talking to him, and he just seems tired. Like, not not physically tired, because it's almost impossible for vampires. He just looks emotionally, maybe even spiritually exhausted when you're talking to him. Leon, have you been eating enough? He kind of chuckles a little bit at that and he says I've been oh I have I've been fully stocked cuts the bullshit I I mean god god damn it look at you you even just even even you talking I can I can see it in your in your face you're exhausted I mean I'm I'm sure this this whole you know this blood ward is you know, keeping you up at at you know Sophie hours. I I I don't want I don't want to pry. I'm not going to pry, but it it just you look exhausted, and that's saying a lot because we're not alive. You're right. Um, yeah, the ritual work is. We'll say it's taxing to maintain, and I think I am starting to feel it yeah i bet since you know your prince is overworking you i live to serve clan and house tremere where have i heard that before oh yeah several times already you sound like a robot beep boop say what you want that's the way it is for me just um you know if you um have any tips on how i can look less exhausted you know that would really kind of help stem the comments from easily oh yeah what she's been saying i'd much rather not get into it it's just um you know if uh if i can't do what i need to do then Somebody else gets all the credit. It sounds like all the credit is already taken by someone else, other than you, Leon. You've been working hard and you serve the the Camarilla so so easily, so so robotically. Starting to worry me. What's so robotic about it? I mean, the Camarilla is... I mean, it's the Camarilla. I mean, it does a lot of good. We need it. It has to stand, so... Is that your real opinion? 
Well, Elsa, there's a reason why the Camarilla has been around for five centuries. You know, it's the only form of government for a giant group of monsters that's actually worked. I mean, think about it. If you want to get philosophical about it, think about it. I mean, we are creatures that, at any given moment, the beast can take over. So you're going to need a harsh government. I mean, it's going to need to be a little authoritarian to keep people in line. And that's what the beast responds to. Is that five? And Maria and I have walked into the castle that she calls me a higher clan and she called Maria a lower clan. Maria is a goddamn human being. She's my friend. No, she's not. She's a vampire. She's a being. She's a being, Leon. She has feelings. She walks around just like us. She's not lower. I won't be hearing that no, the, again. The, the high clan, low clan distinction has been around since the Middle Ages. So I don't know what to tell you. Isn't that, shouldn't that stop at some point? There's the same, you know, we all have the same beast in us. It shouldn't matter who's higher or lower. And, you know, I'm pretty sure if we were put in front of actual people now, you know, people wouldn't you know, sing such classes sings. Just my personal opinion. I'll let this go now, but you know, you work a lot for the Camarilla and seem to get no credit for it. I mean, there's more to be gained than public recognition, if that's what you're talking about, but enough talking about work, okay? I'm sorry, I'm just... This is a party. We we should celebrate. Right? A unified Germany. Yeah. <clears throat> Apologies. Uh maybe maybe we should dance. Or something. <laughs> I, I'd like that. Yeah, uh I'll be I'll try not to uh s- sneak up on you more often. Right. Well, it's not a promise. Yeah, you just got me when my guard was down. That's okay. So he he hops off the railing a little bit and he offers you his arm. And I take it. And you go dance. We go waltzing. Absolutely. Of course there's waltzing. There's waltzing. Yeah, you waltz the hell out of each other. <laughs> Yeah, we do. <laughs> All right. So tell me more about Elsa's intentions. Like, are you just going to be like dancing with Leon all night? Are you going to be still talking to him while y'all are dancing? Because a waltz affords for really close space. What's Elsa going to try to do? They're going to have one song and she's going to dance and then she's going to go talk to Fiorella. Okay, so we're changing gears. All right, so while you you have your little dance with Leon and Leon enjoys it and you have to go mingle elsewhere, he understands, because you are a social butterfly. And so you're going to seek out Fiorella? Yeah, and before I leave him, before I leave his presence, I'm going to whisper in his ear, uh, meets me at the top of the castle, and then she walks away. After the party. He nods and gives your hand a little squeeze. I squeeze it back and then I walk away. 
Okay. And so you look for Fiorella. You find her. She's she's the one that is funding this whole thing. So, of course, she's supervising everything. She is ordering ghouls around in the back rooms. She is, you know, showcasing different things. She's, you know, making sure that the band is performing to her standards. And you you find her in one of these back areas, and she turns around and sees you. She's like, oh, Elsa! Of course, speaking in English, my dear, how are you? And she brings you in for a hug. A hug? It's like being hugged by a marble statue. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> um, Elsa will hug her back and be like, Fiorella, it's so good to see you. I just love this party, celebrating the fall. I had my own party, and I uh, wish he was there to see it, but, you know, we had a great time, and this is so beautiful. Oh, I'm sure I'm sure it was, very, it was very lovely, and this was something that, you know, my child wanted to put on, and, you know, I'm not German, but I understand that this is a big deal, and I can't say no to Lena, so here we are. I hope you're enjoying it. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's wonderful. I just uh, was dancing earlier. Um, if you. Oh, with who? With a man. <laughs> of course. Does this man have a name? Maybe. No. <laughs> That's not how she says it. Uh, I, I was just uh, dancing with, with Leon. Uh, he. He asked me to dance with him. I see. So, Elsa, what can I do for you? I was just wondering how you were doing, and she gets a little bit closer. She's like, is it is everything all right with, with Lena and you? I know she su- surprised Kim Hort early or something. Oh, that's nothing for you to worry about. It it happens. And Lena just needs to understand that I'm her elder. Ugh. That's not what Elsa said. Just the players like, whoa, okay. Um Yeah, I, I was just coming over here to uh to you know, uh talk to you. Um, I, I was wondering if, uh, I have a, I have a friend, a person, I have a person very close to me who, uh, who loves flowers and she would love to open up a, a, a flower shop here in Heidelberg and it's her dream and and everything and she it's not opened and I don't think I'll ever be able to see it now but I would, would love to see if she could have her dream you know here be opened so are you asking me to provide your friend with seed money 
South, South would be nice, and uh, I, I know the, the, the things about the... I, I learned from Verna about the, 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 the favors and everything, and uh, but I this is important to me, and I I really want her to be happy here. Elsa, I think with the time that we've spent together, I think that this is something that can easily be done, and I don't think this is... This, this could make us even. We'll say that. So, should I just give you the money so you can give this to your anonymous friend? Whichever works for you, Fiorella. Um, it's much appreciated. I know that. Um, I mean, it, it, the, the money could come from her former best friend. I will have a man come by tomorrow night to your club and give you the money then. Yeah, thank you very much. I'll think nothing of it. You, you've more than earned it. Thank you. Danke, Fiorella. Now, I'm sorry, if you'll excuse me, I have to yell at some ghouls. Oh, yes, of course. That's always uh, necessary stuff, isn't it? Uh, he just cannot embrace good help. Anyway, so you leave as you start hearing her swearing in Italian. That's funny. <laughs> um, but it sounds so elegant. It is! She's such a beautiful woman and he, like, you would never expect her to start cursing at somebody. Um... But yeah, we're done with that. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. All right, and you step out uh, into the main room area where the the prince is standing on the stage, and the band has stopped playing. And she is welcoming everyone to the party and hoping everyone has a good time. Yada yada yada, whole bunch of pro Camarilla stuff. And she just say, I just wanted to step up here very quickly and make an announcement that due to, and she gestures over at uh, an individual standing by the stage who you've never seen before, but due to some much needed help that came to the city from Vienna, we may be able to reduce the, the obligation on the tithes very soon. So I just wanted to let everyone in the city know that that our well, this tension and all this stress is soon to be done away with. And also to give a bit of a, a warning, I'm, I'm hearing news from other cities that they're experiencing a, a large influx of visitors. And I just want to remind everybody about the traditions. And if you come across a kindred that you've never met before, you, they must present themselves to me in order to be welcomed into the city. Anyone who has not been given the go-ahead by me can be met with swift punishment. Anyway, enjoy the night. Celebrate Germany. And she steps off the stage. Who is that kindred from Vienna? So you look at him. He's a he's a man. He looks older. Uh, he's obviously a vampire. He's wearing a nice three piece 
kind of suit, impeccably tailored and dressed. It looks like this was bespoke, like made just for him. He has like stick pins, jewelry, glittering, shining, just has this very severe expression on his face too. Like he's at the party, but not a partying kind of person. And the the prince gets off the stage and the, those two are, they're chatting with each other and talking. And it looks like she is assuming somewhat of a submissive posture with him. Hmm. And Osa's going to make a mental note. This will be interesting. This is her mental note. This will be interesting for Ilva to know about this. Oh, no. Nine. It'll be interesting for Derata to know about this. <laughs> Unless he's there already. I have no idea. You look around for him? Uh, he's got to be invisible somewhere. But, no. Okay. All right, so what is Elsa doing? So the night is still young. The party is still going strong. There's many other kindred here. I mean, you see Henry, you see Sophia, Werner's there. Uh, Aisley is here. Uh, there's only a couple of people that you don't see. You know, mercifully, it does not appear that Maximilian is at this party. Oh, what a shame, because him and that new man would be such great friends. Uh, but she's thankful and relieved. I mean, if you want information, you can you can sweep the floor around and try to pick up on the latest gossip. I'm going to go to towards Sophia. All right, so you see her. Uh, she's wearing, you know, just uh, very tight, like, leather pants but more like a a corset kind of top and actually kind of between the corset and the low riding pants, you can kind of see the lines of a thong. Get it girl. And yeah, she, yeah. Oh yeah. She is all kind of, everything is just tight and not moving. (laughs) Tight and scaly. (laughs) Very scaly, very hideous. She's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, she turns her she turns her head to you and say, "Oh, Elsa, hello." I was just and she mentioned motions over to Henry. We we're just talking about some of the finer points of folk music. Henry raises a little bit of an eyebrow to that, and Sophie just says, "Shut up." How can I help you? Didn't know folk music was your thing, Sophie. Sophia. Oh, there's a lot you don't know about me, Elsa. <laughs> Apparently, since you'd like to sneak into my club. She smiles. I see Ilva has a big mouth for a Nosferatu. I mean, I did notice you down there that one night. So, not much of a secret. Right, and to be fair, your club's pretty interesting. It is. It's the best hot thing in town, as the Americans like to say. Right. You've only been saying that people aren't allowed to feed in there. You didn't say anything about not coming in. Oh, you're more than welcome to come into my club. You're just not allowed to feed. There's a lot of miners in there. Oh, that's fine. You can keep your rat problem. I will. Good. 
Uh, so, what do you know about the latest gossip here in Heidelberg? Who's talking? Oh, gossip. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, from what I've heard, like the prince was saying, there's been a lot of new visitors in the surrounding towns and areas, and there might be a few in Heidelberg as we speak. I would assume so, since, you know, Savalfell and everything. You know, East Germany finally being released from the Iron Curtain and all that. Yeah, so we're about to have a whole bunch of ex-Soviets flooding into West Germany. Yeah, I wonder, wonder what's going to happen in the daytime. All that going on. Well, well there's already been some clashes with some neo-Nazi groups in other cities. Have you heard anything about them declining in rates recently? Recently? Oh, what, in Heidelberg? The neo-Nazis, yeah. Yeah, uh, good job on that, by the way. <laughs> great, uh, great targets for this whole tithe thing, which apparently we might not have to worry about too much longer. Yeah, I... I just thought, you know, since, you know, my culture and I have decided that, you know, if one of us wasn't interested in taking, you know, completely innocent people, you know, the neo-Nazis ago, like, they've done too much harm to this country already. Yeah, amen to that. But, uh, yeah, so she nods over to the the new guy over there is like, yeah, so that help from Vienna could probably mean that we need less live sacrifices, I guess. I don't know. It would do a lot of good if not every kindred in the city needed one mortal for the blood ties. Right, and she's still looking over at him and the prince. Is like, is it like all Tremere just look like they have giant sticks up their asses or is it just me uh elsa's talk talking to sophia while watching those two interact she's like yeah as a as a prince and leon seem to look tired and that's saying something well you know leon's been working like a dog from what i hear almost like he has something to prove Almost. And I think he is barely scratching the surface. Yeah, well, you didn't hear it from me, but I think there's a little bit of unhealthy competition between Leon and Aisley. You know how those Tremere go. You know, if you're not succeeding, you're failing. And if you fail, you never get to move up in the ranks. Is that what's happening? I don't know. That's just what I hear. Hmm. I hear the, you know, the Tremere culture is more of, you know, get ahead by any means necessary. A little bit more cutthroat than the rest of us. Once again, that's just what I hear. Yeah, yeah, I believe you. Uh, do you know who that man's name is? Oh, the one from Vienna? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Apparently his name is Franz Anderson. Franz Anderson? Franz? Yes. Yes. Franz. From Franz Vienna. Anderson. 
She makes another mental note. Uh, so have you heard any gossip, Elsa? Not recently, besides the normal human gossip. It's just... You know, nothing interested about other kindred, I'm sure. She nods her head over to Maria, who is, like, in the corner with the hood zipped up over her head at this point, saying, I'm sure I'm sure you hear some pretty interesting things from your friend over there. Not really sure. I mean, you know, we talk a lot. We talk a lot. But it's just, you know, about magazines that Maria really likes, and she likes to follow the crowds. Um, fashion-wise, but she's she's she she looks back over to her. It's like I can see that. Yeah, I hear it says higher clans and lower clans. Well, that's what the higher clans like to say. And are you lower clan or higher clan? Take a wild fucking guess, Elsa. I don't know. I just figured you're, you're so praised all the time. And, you know, you're, you're for Starata, who doesn't seem to be here. I mean. Oh, he's here. I know it. Got it. Uh, but, yeah. So I hear that there's an interesting little gathering going on at Heidi's tonight, too. Do you know anything about that? What's gathering? Oh, I heard that apparently she who must not be named is throwing a little party to celebrate the falling of the wall, too. And she looks at you and looks at Maria, and it's like, and I only see half of your coterie here. Isn't that interesting? I don't keep up with, you know, what my ladies are doing. You know, it's a grown woman. They can do what they want. And, you know, if it's, it's good that, you know, the other lady is throwing a falling of the wall parties and it's harmless, I think. Well, of course. You know, I mean, and you're absolutely right. Whatever, you know, this this party was optional. This was not mandatory. So if the other two decided to stay at home, that's really no business of mine. But, you know, having, it's just the, the whole anarch mindset is just mind-boggling, isn't it? What's so mind-boggling about the anarchist? I, it's just a whole bunch of like barely, barely embraced neonates and fledglings thinking that they can reverse the way things have been for, well, since the beginning of time. And they fight against it, and more often than not, they burn themselves out before they affect any real change. And, you know, that's it's just so funny that they're trying to fight against the Camarilla, which the Ivory Tower does not change. And that is its biggest strength. Wouldn't you say so? 
what if, say, hypothetically, the Arbor of Tower were to change into, you know, the anarchist movement? What would you think? I would be very surprised, actually. I mean, there's the only... I mean, that kind of stuff doesn't even happen here. I mean, now, if we're talking the United States, I mean, there's no telling what goes on in that hellscape war zone most of the time but i have heard that out there on the west coast a whole bunch of anarchs actually managed to push the uh well let's just say the very weak and incompetent camarilla out you know the camarilla kindred out of the city and now they're claiming it as some sort of free state it's nonsense it only lasts so long before they turn on each other because if anarchs are all about rebellion, when you win and you're in charge, what do you rebel against then? I mean, wouldn't they just become the very thing they were rebelling against? Classism? I don't know. I mean, this is more of a, I don't know. It's, it's almost like this is a whole topic that you should talk to Werner about. Yeah, I perhaps I should, but, you know, I do believe in hearing other people's opinions and if we're speaking freely then oh honey never speak freely in Elysium hmm then maybe you don't know what the Anox really wants then I mean does it matter I mean there's like what three of them who cares if they can't talk freely then What's the point in being under the ivory tower's finger? I don't know. Like I said, this is a conversation for a different day. Tonight we're celebrating, you know, yay, Germany and all that. Yeah, Germany. Deutschland. Deutschland. I guess I'll go talk to Verna now, but it was lovely to talk to you. You're always so full of surprises. Oh, you don't know the half of it. Oh, I don't, and I can't wait for more. Be careful what you wish for, and you walk away. Walk away. All right. And so you wanted to talk to Werner before you, well, the night is going yeah. on. You want to talk to Werner and then meet up with Leon at the end of the party, right? Uh-huh. Okay, so you, you chat with Werner. What do you want to talk to him about? Now, you have been, like, over the... In the downtime that we've had, you have been meeting with him for, you know, just talking and lessons, and he's very much pushing the uh, the philosophical side of the clan. You know, at one point, the Bruja was considered the learned clan and not just a bunch of rabble and anarchists, and he's he kind of harkens more towards that time. Yeah, Verna, I was wanting your opinion. Uh... Do you do are are you against any bruja in this city learning how to fight? Why would I be against that? I mean, learning how to defend yourself is very important. I thought so. I just was curious since you're always on the philosoph philosophical sides of things. But well, right, but the younger members of our clan, that's I'd be surprised to meet a Bruja that doesn't know how to fight nowadays. Unfortunately, my sire is a, what you call, a dumbass. Uh, 
he I learned something through the grapevines that I he left me behind I wasn't good enough for him and stuff like that and if where did you hear this from Elsa an unknown source unknown to who unknown to me apparently I just heard a voice well that is interesting Completely. Uh, but I was going to ask Dallas, uh, my coterie member, if she would teach me how to fight. So, you know, I'm I'm going to learn and it's the best I can can. So, to protect the Camarilla at all costs. All right. Well, the Gangrel Clan does have its fighters. And that is a very normal purpose to have to you know, fight to defend the ivory tower. That's something I can get behind. Yeah. And so you guys chat a bit, make pleasantries more. It sounds like and he tells you about things he remembers from when before Germany was divided before. Well, mostly before Germany was most of what is Germany now. Didn't Germany used to fight with uh, Savrom and with Caesar and all that? And was that another? Oh, we're country? talking. We're talking back before, back when they were the Germanic tribes. This is before yeah. Germany was even a thing. It was mostly Gaul at that point. And he just goes into a history lesson. Oh yeah, uh, Elsa is listening completely about Gaul and Rome and like just the different tribes living in different areas of, of that country and all that. And don't forget Carthage. Yeah. Whatever that means. Well, we'll get to that. All right. And so it's getting to the point where, I mean, the, the party's not going to go on all night long, just for a few hours. It's starting to wind down. Uh, you told you wanted to meet with Leon after the party. Maria is doing her own thing. At this point, she's just chatting up random kindred, telling them things, looking all excited about the things that she's telling them. And she's having a really animated conversation with Sophia. And Sophia looks like she's looking for a way out. So Maria's okay, it seems. Uh, I'm going to look back at Maria and see if she's okay from where I'm standing. Okay. Well, you, you look at her. She's, you know, like I said, she's having an animated conversation with Sophia. Sophia's looking a little uncomfortable. Sophia gets a little bit more uncomfortable when Maria starts showing Sophia her shoulders. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to walk yeah. over. Elsa's going to walk over. <laughs> okay. And so you walk over and what do you do? I put my hands on on the back of Maria's shoulders and and I named this one Lenny and oh hi hey Elsa how are you I'm wonderful uh wonderful uh Maria what do you uh are you chatting uh poor Sophia's ear off <laughs> yeah I was just talking about you know some things and, and visions and dreams and stuff and like she's Maria's looking at you and talking to you, and at the corner of your eye, you see Sophia mouths, thank you, and then she just goes away. 
and wanders off somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like really interesting. I was just making sure you you were, were doing all right. You seem to be making a lot of friends here. See, it's not so bad. I'm not. I just trying to make you feel better, but yeah. Why? Because that's what friends do. No, but like, is your happiness contingent on mine? Is that how that works? Well, I've, I'm just making sure you're okay, Maria. I'm just trying to make sure you're having a good time. Oh, uh, okay. Um, well, when you say okay, like what, what's your criteria? What does that mean? Because, I'm sorry, you go. What does okay mean? It doesn't, your happiness doesn't involve me. It, I just, I mean, if you didn't, if you're uncomfortable, then why did you go? Why did you come here? Oh, Elsa, if I didn't do things just because I was uncomfortable, I'd, I would just, you know, stick myself and stay in torpor until the end of the world. So you're being forced to be here? Well, I guess. I mean, it's... I gotta do this. You gotta be social, make an appearance. I mean, I, I just, I am not comfortable in groups, like, at all. Are you allowed to leave now? You mean the city? No, I I just mean this party. Oh, no, I can leave whenever I want. But like I said, if I just, you know, left or didn't do things just because I was uncomfortable, I'd never get to do anything because I'm always uncomfortable. But you know, she looks at her, her neon colored swatch that she has on her wrist and it's like well i mean i've actually been here long enough to where uh i can i can leave and it not be rude so i guess i'll go if you want i mean oh i so want to get out of here zenko and you know there's always space in my coterie if you ever need to, if you ever need a comfortable place, I mean, I'm making a basement. It's it's not going to look that droughty or, you know, depressing. It'll be cleaned up and whatever, but. Well, it probably won't be a sewer, so that's a plus. Yeah, probably won't be a sewer. It probably won't be. Well, that that is, that is, makes me feel really good about that basement that probably won't be a sewer do you want me to wait outside for you i mean i can just i can just be out there be alone i'd be okay and just like when you get out we can like call a cab or walk back to the club or something yeah yeah uh i just need to catch up with with leon one last time before we go um but you 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 go outside i'll i'll catch you in a minute okay um yeah, you, you you need to have that talk with Leon. And she walks out. Uh, yeah, a, a talk that probably hasn't happened yet. Okay. Um, she's going to go to the t- very top of this castle as high as she can go without ruining the rest of the castle. 
Yes, you go to a, the highest point in the castle where you know people can get to it, and you you get up there, and yeah, it's around that time you do see Leon up there, and this time he's been waiting for you, so he knows you're coming. <sighs> he says, "So well, I'm here. What did you want to talk about?" Are they in a closed room or is it just a top floor? Uh, it's like the, the top, like the, the ramparts right above the, the forecastle area. I mean, if you want to get into a private room, I mean, this is, you have free reign of the castle. You can definitely find one. They're going to, she's going to grab his hand and walk to a enclosed room and shut the door behind them. And let let go of his hand and uh, finally speak in a low voice. There are lupines in Heidelberg. What? There are lupines in Heidelberg. Wow, I... Sorry, I was... When you brought me in here, I was definitely not expecting to hear you say that. Oh... Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Lupines in Heidelberg. What? How do you know this? Because they showed up at my club right as it opened. And our voice. They were at your club? They when? my club. And so he is assisting. Remember when I said Dallas learned how to shapeshift? Yes. She turned into a raven and watched these two lupines, whatever they call themselves. Uh, they were on top of our, our lounge and they were talking about how something is disgusting and how something's as leeches. And they broke into our, our club just as it opened and one ate all of our food and it was just disgusting and he smelled terrible. And the other almost killed Ilva. What, like, in the club? Like, they, they came in, like, all werewolfy and, and tore things up? Nine, nine. Uh, they were humans. I, I don't... Werewolves are real? Are we serious? Yes. yes. I... I... Wait, you, you fought Nazi zombies. You're a vampire. Yes, there are werewolves. Yes, there are mages. Mages? Yeah, mortals that use magic. Don't worry about them. Uh, uh, Okay, well, let's talk about that another time. But they called us leeches and so if it's a a guy, he ate all of our food, he was disgusting, and so if a woman. Yes, you, you, you mentioned that. You're really upset about the buffet. I'm sending a food bill, but uh, she... Something happened between me and Dallas. Like, some man grabbed Dallas's arm and said we were leeches. And the woman said that she couldn't smell the taint on us. And... But... I, I think I I don't think that it the same thing happened with Ilva. 
I, I don't know. I, Ilfa was hiding in a closet. So let me get this straight. So two lupines walked into your haven. You had a confrontation, but I'm guessing the club was full. Other mortals weren't alarmed to this. And then they left? I just thought they were people breaking into the club. I just thought they were neo-Nazis, but Dallas broke it down for for me in, in, in Ilva and says they were calling themselves lupines and Leon, this is all really crazy. I just... No, this is, this, this is important to know. Do you know why they were at your club? Well, say for on the roof, for starters. And they were saying... What were they saying on the roof again? Actually, you know what? This would be a good conversation for me to have with Dallas. You said that she overheard you, right? Or she, I'm sorry. You said that she overheard them, right? She did. And I, I remember Aisley had put a ward on top of our lounge. Aisley put a ward on. Oh, jeez. Of course. Okay. Um, hmm. And you think the ward attracted them? Possibly. She said it was a protection ward. So... Yeah, that's the idea, but putting... Never mind. So you think that the lupines came because they were drawn, they they sensed the ward. So as a player, is there anything else? What else did they... What else do you remember from that? And they were just talking that the the spiritual landscape of the city was all wrong because of these things. Yeah, they said the entire city of Heidelberg was just full of this wrong energy. Be- I I don't know if it's because of us or because of the spirits things or, but Dallas was freaked out and they talked about ruining our club and killing us and just blowing it up and. What are lupines, Leon? As best to my knowledge, lupines are creatures that can take the form of a man, they can take the form of a wolf, and they can take the form of a combination of the two in the most horrifying combination of just raw animal hate and claws and fangs. Um, Most kindred that face a werewolf in a one-to-one fight do not survive no matter how old they are it's very difficult to win a fight against a like a even a young one but that's that's neither here nor there so they're drawn in by the wards the ward is attracting lupines and because the wards are doing some something they don't like to the city in a spiritual sense this also this is very good information for me to have. Have you told anybody else this? Nine. Don't. I will deal with this. Thank you. Yeah, uh, no no problem. It's it's just I'm I'm more concerned about my club right now. I'm more concerned about the people that enter my club. And the people that enter my club are just human beings wanting somewhere to go when the world seems scary. And that's all I want is for people to come and feel comfortable and know me as someone who 
can talk to them to make them feel okay. All right. At this point, when you're talking, Leon grabs your hand and he holds it up between you and him and he holds your hand and says, Elsa, I promise you, I will not let anything happen to you or your club. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> and she's going to kiss him. Okay. They're making out in a closet. It's happening. <laughs> All right. So you, you go in to, to kiss him and at first he's surprised, but he, he reciprocates. And so, yeah, there we go. We got vampires making out in a closet in a German castle. Like you a just, bunch of teenagers. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. Oh, man. Teenagers call it seven minutes in heaven. We call it bats in the belfry. <laughs> and yeah. All right. So after. Who knows how long. Um, yeah. You and Leon say good night. Um, it. it it seems like Leon looks like he has a lot he needs to think about now, but, but, but it's not, you're not getting the sense that he didn't enjoy that, but he's a thinker and he has to process everything. So they walk out of the closet. Uh, is there, is there anyone else that you might tell besides the prince? Cause I, I know that part is important. Why would I tell the prince? You're, you're not going to tell the prince. No, Elsa, I told you, I can handle this. I will deal with this. Okay. The only thing I'm going to tell the prince is how I succeeded. What if they overrun Heidelberg? What if something gets out of hand? What, the lupines? Yeah, I mean... All these spiritual thoughts that it's it's going to attract more than just two next time. Like I said, I will assess the situation, I will make a plan, and I will handle it. You don't have to worry about it. If I need to call on you and your coterie for help, will you lend me your aid? Yeah. That's all I need. Depending on where Zenothratu is. Well, that's its own set of problems. Anyway, I'm not going to keep you much longer. Um, uh, thank, thank oh, you. Oh, please do. <laughs> Maybe another night. Um, so he gives you a, another quick kiss goodbye and says, I, I have business elsewhere, but I will, I'll call upon you again. I'll be expecting you. Yes, maybe we can uh, spend the night in a more comfortable closet next time. Yeah, maybe even something bigger than a closet. I, I gotta go. Yeah, the knocked. She's just gonna stand there. Schlafen Sie gut. Uh, we descend. Okay, so party's over. Pa party's over. All right, you're gonna head out. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll meet, uh, oh man, that was a long time. Oh, <laughs> she's going to run down the, down the castle to back to Maria. <laughs>
But Maria, I'm I'm sorry. That was, that was a long time. What what do you mean? She's actually still down there. She's like, what do you mean? I was I was having a good time out here. It's like it's quiet. There's nobody here. It was great. And she looks over at you and it's like you you might want to touch up your lipstick. Elsa looks like she just ate coal for breakfast. <laughs> she's she's going to start. <laughs> her black lipstick is just smeared everywhere. And <laughs> she's just like going to fix it with a napkin or something. She's like, oh, yeah. Uh, I, 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 uh, I, I kind of fell. Vampires still fall. You got to watch your footing in those tiny castle closets. Maria. I saw it. What? You, you, you saw it? Yeah, like a long time ago. I'm surprised it took this long. <laughs> I, I knew. S- Maria, if, if there's ever a time that you predict something that has me involved, will, will you hint at it maybe? Or, or I'm not mad, but maybe just tell me. Well, the last time I gave you a drawing and you got really upset about it. Yeah, because my head was cut clean off. Okay, so you only want to know if it's happy visions. Possibly. Unless you know for certain that a a bad thing needs to be brought to my attention, which, you know, I guess the drawing is, you know, that, but it's... Yeah, you can see why I'm confused. Yeah, yeah, okay. I get it. I get it. How about this? How about this? I can tell you, Der Hexenlide becomes very successful. That's a good one. Speaking of which, do you want to make our way back? Yeah, let's do so. And if you want, you can you could stay in Dallas's room. I don't know where she went, but... She went to the party we're not supposed to talk about, but everyone here seems to know about. Stop it. I. Yes. Hey, I'm proud of myself. Not once did I freak out and accidentally blurt out that you're an anarch spy. We're still in front of the castle, Maria. Wait until we're inside the cab. I. Oh, shit. I. She's. She's already... Taxi! A taxi! Please, Bitty. All right, and the taxi pulls up, because, you know, a lot of well-to-do guests are leaving, so Lena's already arranged for a line of cabs to come, and so you get in one, and you get taken back to the club. And Elsa's just going to talk, going to have a girl talk with Maria, and be like, did you see any kindred Zafakut, and... I mean... No. Oh, okay. Well, is that said and done? So while you're having this awkward conversation with Maria, uh, it's it's nighttime in Heidelberg, so the streets are pretty quiet. And while you're talking, somebody comes walking out of the shadows across the street, and you look, and it's Eric, your sire. And he's looking over at you, and he says, Elsa, last chance. We need to talk. I, is it, are we in the, are we out of the cab? 
Actually, you're a little away from the club because the club is open and there's a long line. So you're not going to, the taxi is not going to be able to park like right in front of the club. But you are off to the side. People are going into the club. Eric is there. Maybe he uh, decided to appear right now thinking that you wouldn't make a scene in front of your party goers. And he starts crossing the street. Towards us? Yeah. Yeah. Maria goes all wide-eyed. She looks at you. He's like, so what is going to happen here? (sighs) You... Did you see this happen so I don't have to make formalities? Introductions? Uh, Oh, no. I'm completely clueless on this. Okay. Well, this fucker is my sire. Okay. He's the dumbass that turned me. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And he... She'll lower her voice and talk to Maria. He wants me to... He only turned me... for some stupid ritual and left me at for purchase knocks. Don't think it was for a ritual there. It was he needed allies. Well, he's not getting one. Uh so she'll she's seething. She's angry. So there's a lot Yeah, of, so's he. So there's a lot of people around here. Yep. And he comes up to you and he's like, all right, like I said, we need to talk. So let's talk. Yeah. And you know what? We're going to go into my club and we're going to have a fucking chat. And she's going to walk into the club and announce that it's immediately closed and people have to leave because there's been a a gas leak. It's a gas leak. I'm sorry. Everyone has to get out. It's for your own safety. Please leave. I hope you can come back tomorrow. We will have it fixed. Good night. Yeah, people are pretty concerned about that, so they're going to leave pretty quickly. Uh, you know, Peter, you know, he comes up to you after you make the announcement. He's like, wait, is everything okay, Miss Elsa? There's, there's not real gas leak, is there? Peter, it's fine. Uh, just make sure everyone is out as a club. Uh let this fucker in and uh, make sure no one else sneaks back into the club. I'll be upstairs uh, with him and, you know, make friends with Maria. And she'll just walk upstairs and not say anything else. She'll keep the door open and hoping somebody will close it. All right. And as people are leaving, uh, you're going upstairs. Eric is following. And as you go upstairs, you hear Maria talk to Peter. Is like, do you want to look at my shoulders? <laughs> I love Maria. Peter's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and you get up and you where? Your room, the spare room, what? The main bedroom. All right. So you go in there. Eric follows. He closes the door behind him. All right. What's the fuck you want? It's not what I want. It's what I need. I need people on my side. There's a blood hunt against me. me. What do you mean I lied to you? You lied to me and said Joe wanted me dead. And she doesn't. And she- Well, I'm, I made an educated guess. She doesn't want to kill you? Good. I'm glad for you. Isn't that unsmart of a kindred making educated guesses? 
I don't know. She seemed pretty clear when she threatened me. So I assume that extended to all my progeny. Well, that seems to be a problem between you and her. What do you want, Eric? What do you want? I want you to help me take out Joe before she takes me out. You know, I I needed a good laugh tonight. Do you honestly think I'm going to help you take Joe out? Is that what's going on right now? Do you want to kill Joe? You know, given your attitude, I I guess it was kind of pointless for me to come here. I don't think you're going to help me out. But, uh, you know, Christina, I think she might help me. Say that name one more fucking time. If you don't help me, I'm going to turn your friend. I am reluctantly listening. Good. So, she's having a little party tonight. At this party... She has actually called in a few favors and quite a bit of a stockpile of weapons has arrived at Heidi's and she's hiding. We need to grab those and use them against her. Okay. Send what? Well, with her out of the picture, I mean, I guess I can use that to leverage myself a place back in the Camarilla. So they call this freaking blood hunt on me. Isn't that your fault? I'm just trying to Wait. live my life, Eric. My undead life. Filled with parties and taking, pe- taking care of this community. Yeah, you're welcome. Fuck you. She'll spit in his face. Okay, I'm going to have to roll some dice here. Bring it on. Ah, that bruja temper. <laughs> oh, we got! I got it. Elsa's ready. Elsa's ready to tango. All right. So he, you spit in his face, and he barely manages to keep control as he pulls out a handkerchief and wipes the bloody spit off of his face. But his fangs are out, and he's kind of like talking through gritted teeth. He says, "If you do that again, I'm going to rip your windpipe out." <laughs> now. As I was saying, I would not be in this position if it wasn't for Joe. Okay? Can I ask specifically why she said what? What what did she send you on? She wanted me to kill her sire, okay? I fucked up. She said if I fuck up not to come back to the city, that's a threat. One that I take pretty seriously because Joe's a scary bitch, okay? Okay. So my plan is to get her before she gets me. However, she's a little bit stronger than me, so I need some help. Okay. So are you in, or do I have to recruit your friend? No, I'm in. What is the plan? Well, the plan is, tomorrow night, well, yeah, as early as we can tomorrow, Joe's not going to be at Heidi's a day after a party like that, we break into Heidi's, we go into her secret little Heidi hole storeroom, and we fill a truck full of those weapons. So that way she doesn't have access to them. And then that way we can, I don't know, you can have your ghoul hit her during the day. I don't care. 
Hmm. You're the one here with the funds, so I'm going to need you to rent a truck. This is your idea. But whatever. Yeah, and all of my resources here are burnt, okay? You are my resource. Again, your fault, but whatever. So, yeah. I'll rent a car. I'll make sure no one else knows about this. Um, Good. You're going to meet me out back tomorrow night as early as possible, and if you double-cross me, I'm going to stake you and leave you out for the sunlight. Hmm. Pleasant. All right. Well, I'm glad we had this talk. I can see myself out. Yeah, you can. All right, and he just leaves. Fuck off. Uh, she doesn't say that, but um, when he leaves, like she'll slowly enter out. <sighs> she'll slowly leave the room after he's long gone, and just grip that rail so hard it just snaps like the wood chips like wood splinters and everything okay and it's kind of interrupts the conversation that Maria was having with Peter about you know the finer points of exsanguinating somebody else's ghoul and how delicious that can be and you make that loud noise and she looks up at you it's like oh hey Elsa did everything go well Maria yes please leave Oh, okay. I'll go. I'll go back to Ilva's. I had a, I had a good night with you. Oh, okay. Thank you. I I had a good night with you too. So I'm going to leave now. Goodbye. And she walks out. <sighs> okay. And then she, the door closes behind her, and then Peter looks up at you and goes, what is wrong with that one? And he, he sees your, the look on your face, realizes that you're not having it right now. He's like, is, is everything okay, Miss Elsa? What, what can I do? I need you. I need. She's, she's not going to answer him. She's going to walk back into her bedroom. She's going to write down a note. And she's going to come back. I need... I take this letter. Right now. And give it to a man named Diego. And she'll give a approximate address of wherever... I don't know. Dallas used to talk about where they hung out. So, Right. So, I mean... Are you telling Peter to go to him now or tomorrow? Tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So get absolutely. Yeah, please. Tomorrow as, as soon as possible. When, when the night is, when night first happens, please. Um, and she is stuttering. She's scared. She's angry. She doesn't know what to do. She, tears like into her dress like she's gripping it so hard that she tears into it and she's going to go into Dallas's room and write a, a, a letter and tell write everything down that just happened and put it underneath 
uh, Dallas's um, backpack. The one that she takes with her to escape. Okay. And that's all she does. She goes, she lays down for the night, for the morning. The Infane Podcast is a proud member of the Nerdsmith Network. Visit nerdsmith.org for all of your nerdy entertainment needs. Monsters. Savages. Abominations. Eighty years ago, the great kingdoms of the land above drove all monstrous creatures from their domain and claimed the surface of the world for themselves. Those that escaped the slaughter were driven deep underground, banished forever into the lightless reaches of the dark below. In this endless labyrinth of stone tunnels and caverns, their descendants still fight to survive. And she's going to pretend that she's a fan of this dragon. She's going to be, she's going to say, um, Oh my gosh, I have heard of you before. And I am just so happy that you're actually real. And we actually found you. We've been looking for oh, you. that's flattering. I look at Oneron, salute, and then go back into the shadows. Yeah, sure, make it look so easy. I do. <laughs> she gets angry and she just finds Dyer and just tries to like attack them with it. One of this creature's massive clawed hands grabs hold of your wrist. The cub yet has strength. Come explore a world where sunlight is a myth and monsters may become heroes. Discover new episodes of The Land Above every Monday on nerdsmith.org, Podbean, or wherever you download podcasts. A proud member of the Nerdsmith Network.